Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, June 15th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri voters could decide whether the state constitution should be more difficult to defend, but members of both parties say any effort will face a tough reception at the polls. Why would you make it harder for citizens to get things done? I mean, the citizens are smart people. They're educated. They work very hard on the initiation process, on voting. So now we're making it harder for them. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines the implications behind restricting the Missouri constitutional amendment process. A new forward through Ferguson report is examining the state of public safety in the St. Louis region. It finds the area's 911 landscape is inefficient and fragmented with outdated technology and varied response times. Jalian Yang is the director of storytelling and communications at the nonprofit. When a ride-sharing app can deliver food faster than our public safety system can respond to someone who is in need, who might be bleeding out from a wound or who might be needing um, urgent mental health support. That is a major problem. Recommendations from the organization include modernizing and streamlining the 911 phone network, advocating for non-police civilian first responder programs, and consolidating call centers. The full report is at stlpr.org. A new report says many Missouri educator preparation programs are not focused on research-backed methods for teaching literacy. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grunke has more. The report looked at coursework to see if colleges and universities are teaching educators to use research-backed methods in elementary reading classes. On average, Missouri programs received some of the worst ratings in the country, but many programs declined to participate in this review. The Department of Elementary and Secondary Education is working to get educator preparation programs to teach the science of reading, says Deputy Commissioner Tracy Hines. There is always room for growth and improvement. Um, We are not where we need to be, but we have definitely moved the needle and put procedures and foundations in place to get us moving in the direction that we need to. The report was prepared by the National Council on Teacher Quality. I'm Kate Grimke, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri is joining a list of states investigating the possibility some of its state computer systems were hit by a cyber attack. The Federal Homeland Security Department that focuses on cybersecurity confirms a network of cyber criminals launched a global attack on private entities and multiple state governments. It came through a vulnerability in a third-party transfer system called MoveIt. The state's Information Services and Technology Division has identified all agencies and vendors that use MoveIt and is investigating to find if there was any damage to state systems. Illinois announced late last week it was analyzing systems looking for connections to the attack. The Regional Arts Commission of St. Louis will award nearly $4.5 million to organizations and individual artists. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, RAC leaders say it's one of the largest grant rounds in the organization's history. The grants announced Wednesday follow three years of decreased awards due to a drop in the tax revenues that fund RAC. This year's grants are nearly four times what RAC gave out last year. The organization is also distributing more than $10 million in one-time federal funding over the next few years. Vanessa Cooksey is RAC's president and CEO. This is like experiencing a miracle. 
I am so proud of the work that RAC has done to ensure that we not only survive, but we thrive. Grants will fund programs like the Cherokee Street Jazz Crawl and the Shaw Art Fair. RAC will also deliver some unrestricted money it promised organizations earlier in the pandemic, but put on hold because of decreased funding. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. The second longest-serving mayor in Belleville has died. The Belleville News Democrat reports Mark Eckert was diagnosed with cancer late last year. He became mayor in 2004 after being appointed by outgoing Mark Kern, who became St. Clair County Board Chair. Eckert won his first mayoral election the next year and was re-elected three times. The Belleville Township High School West graduate also served as a deputy sheriff, ambulance driver, and emergency medical technician. Eckert was 67. Missouri lawmakers will likely try again to ask voters to make it more difficult to amend the state constitution. There is not a lot of confidence that any proposal will find favor with Missouri voters, which may impact whether the state expands access to abortion. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. As the 2023 legislative session was sputtering to a close, House Speaker Dean Plocker told reporters something that a lot of people in Missouri politics assumed. The DePair Republican said efforts to make the Constitution more difficult to amend was critical in stopping a still undefined ballot item to expand abortion access in Missouri. We are pro-life, and if the Senate fails to take action on IP reform, I think the Senate it should be held accountable for allowing abortion to return to Missouri. The Senate did not end up passing what Plocker dubbed IP reform, the blanket term used by proponents to describe proposals that raise the threshold for passage of a constitutional amendment. But lawmakers like Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Rowden contend Plocker's statement amounts to an incomplete analysis, since the GOP is likely to return to the topic during next year's legislative session. If we could have gotten it done this year, that would have been fantastic and kind of checked the box so we didn't have to talk about it next year. Um, but the, the fact that, that we didn't pass it this year puts more pressure on us next year, there's no doubt about it. Um, but it does nothing to change the outcome relative to whether abortion is going to be enshrined in our Constitution or not. Few people doubt that this effort to raise the bar to amend the state Constitution could influence the impending statewide initiative on abortion access. But the impact of changing the process will be far more impactful than just one ballot initiative. Supporters of the idea, like House Speaker Pro Tem Mike Henderson of Bonterre, contend that the state constitution is becoming too unwieldy and that it's too easy for well-financed groups to use the ballot box to circumvent the legislature. And I've always believed that the constitution should be a living document, but it shouldn't be an ever-expanding document. Henderson's unsuccessful measure, which needed approval from statewide voters, would have boosted the threshold to amend the constitution from a simple majority to 57%. But regardless of how any proposal is structured, many Missouri Republicans don't have a lot of confidence that a ballot item restricting the constitutional amendment process will succeed. There's a lot of reasons for pessimism, including the likelihood that groups that use the initiative petition process will spend millions to defeat any proposal. 
But they also concede the opposition will have a strong argument from people like Democratic State Representative David Tyson Smith. Why would you make it harder for citizens to get things done? I mean, the citizens are smart people. They're educated. They work very hard on the initiation process on voting. So now we're making it harder for them. It's not surprising that Democrats would be opposed to making it more difficult to pass constitutional amendments since the initiative process ended up expanding Medicaid and legalizing marijuana. But Republicans aren't completely sold on the plan either. It is the worst thought out idea. That's David Barklage, a Republican political consultant who has worked on a number of ballot item campaigns over his career. He says the Republican legislature is being short-sighted and will regret restricting the initiative petition process if Democrats gain more power in the future. The average citizen on either side of the aisle should be concerned about wanting to give absolute control of government, of policy, of cultural, social, and, and fiscal issues to a group of people who are not even committed. I believe this. Not are, they're not committed to democracy. They're committed to their ideology. If lawmakers end up placing a measure on the ballot to make the Constitution harder to amend, Governor Mike Parson will have a chance to put it on the August 2024 primary ballot. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our friend Ehrlich edited that report. I'm out tomorrow. Rod Milam will be at the helm of this weekday extravaganza. No podcast on Monday. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.